0: The Church Solutions
1: Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey.
0: And my name is Phil Thompson. We welcome you. Thanks for joining us on our normally weekly podcast, although we didn't do one last week.
1: No, I, I was under the weather all week, and I guess so were you. So we we gave it a valiant try to push it out to later in the week, but yeah, it didn't happen.
0: <laughs> we were two sickos. We were both sick and not doing well, but uh, we're doing okay now, so... That's the good news. So uh, Steve Lacey and I work for a company called JSL Solutions, and we do uh, mainly tech work, streaming video, mobile apps, as well as uh, church management stuff, which is uh, myflock.com. In fact, let me just give the products streamingchurch.tv, which is streaming, churchapplive.com, which is mobile apps, and then it's your founding
1: the company the original that
0: you started, thing, yes, which is started back in two thousand one. That's correct. Yeah. Late two thousand one. So, um, my church was the second church to use it. That's correct. Back this then. was
1: five years before Facebook was born. And That's it was right. A, its whole key was social networking, and we've made we've made billions of dollars off it too. Yes, if Facebook Just... <laughs> can only catch up with us,
0: exactly. <laughs> so, uh, we we talk a lot about. Uh, uh, we talk tech stuff. We talk about church leadership stuff because we both have involved in ministry and, and involved in our churches and and all that good stuff. And, and we really have a heart for leaders and a heart for people involved in churches. But today we're going to go back to really more of the tech part of our Church Solutions podcast. What are we going to talk about today?
1: So today we're going to talk about encoders. Going to do a little bit of an encoder review and. Give a little history of where streaming came from and what what encoders do. And
0: so, when I think of encoders, I think of James Bond,
1: because <laughs> didn't they have like
0: encoders or something? Didn't? Well, who was the yeah, who was or, guy that gave James a, you know, or all his tech gadgets?
1: Yeah, or and, a war some war person is an encoder, an encoder or a decoder.
0: That's right. We just had uh, actually a one a Native American just passed away, the last of the. Uh, uh, World War Two uh, encoders that did secret codes and all that. He yeah, or from decoder, right, I assume, decoder, right? Yeah. I yeah,
1: decoder. You're right. You're figuring so, out the codes for the through the war and stuff. Well, like he that.
0: they they used their all native he, tongue.
1: Oh, patchy, okay. So right. he was an encoder. Yeah. Huh? So you're right. Yep. So okay. I'm confused here.
0: So now that yeah. I've got
1: everybody totally bored. <laughs> yes, or, I do know what you're talking about, though. confused. Yes.
0: So we are talking about live encoders. So live encoders, that's what kind of makes the magic happen, so to speak, when it comes to streaming video
1: uh-huh. or
0: even audio. Uh, and so uh, we're going to talk about live encoders. And there's several. there's actually several software-based encoders. There's even the box encoders out there, hardware.
1: Right, right. So I wanted to start, though, talking about a little bit of the history of streaming. Um, I'm a, a tech geek, and I really get into this uh, recent tech history because it's so recent. I mean, the things that, that you know, my kids would say, oh, my gosh, I've had that forever. It's been there my whole life. Has not been around too long. So, I mean, streaming, for example, streaming over the Internet um, dates back to... Uh, Actually, just before the World Wide Web browser was introduced. Hmm. So got a a fun fact here that the band called Severe Tire Damage Hmm. was uh, they performed live on the Internet on June 24th in 1993. And they Hmm. were playing a gig at Xerox Park, which fellow tech geeks would be very familiar with the Palo Alto Research Center. Of, Z- of um yeah of xerox and they were um they're broadcasting on the internet using something called multicasting mm-hmm. and they said that yeah, as proof that yeah that that this was really happening the band could be seen live in australia and other places other parts of the world so this was the very first broadcast of um streaming it, of streaming
0: streaming video yeah so audience.
1: yeah and and Actually, the Xerox PARC Center we have can we have credited with uh, the user interface that we have on our computers, the Ethernet um, cable, and uh, actually the uh, the protocol wasn't developed by them. The HTTP that you hear for all the websites wasn't developed by them. But anyway, hmm. streaming goes way back. I know my first foray into streaming we were just talking about a couple of weeks ago, which was just a few years after that, I uh, figured out a means to hook up a camera and broadcast from my home before there were streaming providers. I
0: I remember that. I remember uh, being able to log on, and, and I think you had a shot of your living room. something and occasionally if you were really patient you could see somebody walk by (laughs) you talked about my kids running around the house in their
1: underwear (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh
0: and that was in the what was that 95 96 something like that that.
1: was yeah probably 95 96 maybe 97 time frame and i actually had a fellow engineer that i was working with get inspired as well and he set one up and he he kept track of his dog while he was at work so it was <laughs> even more exciting you could watch his dog sleep watch his dog sleep yeah so okay. this was way back when when we, when the familiar dial-up time so the bandwidth wasn't there Right. And the popular thing then was, if anybody remembers, was real networks. Well, if you remember, I do being able to listen to some audio or even mm-hmm. see some really archaic video mm-hmm. over the the real networks. And so they were a pioneer, and a lot of the technology that they developed um, was you know was introduced through them. That is, wow. some of the things are still in place today. So, getting to encoders. So what does what enables someone to take their video? and stream it on the internet it's they have to have a live encoder they have to have a live encoder so what does an encoder do so the basics of an encoder video takes a lot of data so you got to transport that data and so rather than take the raw video data and just stick it on the internet and, and and move it across the web um the Internet speeds were too slow, and there's too much data to push. So you encode it. You and basically you compress all that data okay. into a format that you can transmit over the web. That's so easier. That's, to do. Okay. And yeah. So it's to, so you can take a you know a lot of data, encode it down or compress it down, and then transmit it so that it and then receive it on the other end. So that's what an encoder does. So, so to make that happen, you
0: have to have some type of a live encoder. Okay. And so we're talking about audio and video.
1: Yes. In this uh, case. Yeah, so over the years, things have evolved. There's been formats that have encoding formats that have that have come about. You know, one of the more popular for audio is MP3, right. a way to compress audio and get audio, you know, transportable and play playback. In mm-hmm. uh, the video realm, H.264 has kind of taken root, right. root. And so there's there's some standards that have evolved. So all of the encoders that are out there adhere to those standards to take the data and encode it in that manner. Interesting. Wow. So so we're going to talk about that.
0: So uh and there are different types of encoders. There's software, I would say software based encoders that you can download on your computer. Right. And then there are what we would call
1: hardware based live encoders that right. are like boxes. Yeah, boxes you can buy that uh, which typically what happens is they have encoder software running on the, right. the dedicated hardware box. Right. There's some little ones I mean there's some small ones
0: as well as like,
1: yeah some bigger ones, ones as well and so we we have I mean as this technology kind of emerged the the dedicated hardware kind of I think took a, a big lead especially with those with the bigger budgets and right. and are able to do that and so you'd buy these hardware based encoders um, and there's pros and cons. To both. Yes, there are pros and cons to both. Uh, and so what what we're going to talk to about today is primarily the software-based encoders that are software packages that you can load on a computer. All right. Okay. And this, what we're talking about when it comes to live encoders, probably
0: going to do this in the next couple of weeks or so. Probably do part two next week and maybe part three next week.
1: So yeah, we'll we see we how this goes that. or maybe we'll whip through this in okay. just a few minutes or not.
0: <laughs> okay. We'll stay right.
1: here. So
0: software-based, so I, mean, I take it you're going to start start with the uh, one of the more popular ones, which would be Flash Media Live Encoder?
1: Yes, Flash Media Live Encoder. So this is more popular mainly because it's free. Mm-hmm. Um, Adobe has, was the one who developed the Flash Media Live Encoder, and they developed it. I don't know if I have a date on here. Do I have a date on this?
0: Um
1: Let's see. I think it
0: was... Um, not sure when the... Uh, I mean, the, the 3.2 version is the current version, and and that's, I think, uh, the rumor is that that's the last version. Yeah, that was, but, I think,
1: 2009. Actually, yeah. the printout I have, I don't have quite... The you, page did not print on the bottom for me, oh, we, <laughs> so I don't have all those pieces. Uh, sorry. That's okay. Uh, that's I'll my go my off on of memory
0: here. My printer's screwed up again. Don't so, ever buy it. Oh, never mind. We'll get, off. <laughs> we'll get off that. We'll talk about printers some other time.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, the Flash Media Live Encoder um, was, uh, I don't know when it was developed, but it's, it's owned by Adobe. The last version that they put out was the um, 3.2, mm-hmm. and I think the date on that is um, 2009.
0: Yeah, it's January
1: 12th. Yeah, January 12th, 2009. That's so it, term. so it is. And there was they started with I'm sure 1.0, 2.0. I don't know right. anything about those, but the 3.1 was kind of like. Uh, Windows uh, became the kind of the standard one, and then they made an update mm-hmm. in January two thousand nine to three point two. And as far as the platforms, I mean, it runs on
0: Mac, you know, you know iOS. It, it it runs on uh, Windows, right? Uh, does it run on any other? I mean, obviously, those are the two most popular operating systems. But there's also uh, your favorite Ubuntu or whatever oh, it's called, yeah,
1: Linux based Linux. Ubuntu. Uh, no, it does not run on that. Okay. So, um,
0: we should talk about that sometime too. That'll be another topic. Oh, Ubuntu operating systems. Yeah. Yeah. Operating
1: systems. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan cause I like pulling my hair out with windows problems. <laughs> so you can avoid all your windows problems with, the.
0: okay. With the so, so anyhow, Flash, uh, it, it is free. You can download it for free, Adobe Flash Media Live Encoder. It works off uh, – you mentioned protocols uh, when we were talking about HTTP. The protocol for this works off of – which is RTMP. Uh,
1: that's the protocol for, for Adobe Flash. Yes. Uh, now I'm pulling it on. Do you need – I got what? it now. I just pulled it okay. up. All right. Okay. Because so, my printout was blank, so – sorry. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, so I won't get into it, but Epson printers suck.
1: But anyhow, go ahead. <laughs> so anyway, the RTMP, and I can't re- remember exactly. I thought it, I had rumor, it was rumored that it was a Real Technologies um, protocol developed, but it was, I think, it was uh, developed after that. Okay. So RTMP is the reason that um, Adobe's not going to move forward with it is Flash has kind of seen its day. I mean, Adobe came and. Uh, kind of overtook everything that was going on. If you wanted to do multimedia, if you wanted to do you know things beyond just text and images, you had to have Flash. And so this video protocol was based on Flash. Now we've got HTML5 coming out, or out, and so the ability to do video and some other things are, are getting away from the Flash-based, or everything everyone and, is getting away from Flash. And
0: then wasn't there this
1: war going on between Apple and yes yeah so um yeah apple and which is ironic because those that have been around an ancient like me and an old apple and mac guy adobe um got their start by creating postscript for printers for apple oh. and so they were partnered with apple apple was you know apple had a really good Printer at the time. Maybe that, I should get it. That was uh, they don't do printers anymore. It's been a long time. But anyway, Adobe was a, a company that basically developed PostScript technology, and they partnered. They were completely in bed with uh, Apple, and now it's interesting that I don't know ten years later, which is not ten, fifteen years later, twenty years later, they are uh, they don't get along anymore, and so Apple has been banning flash on all of their devices and it's still tolerated on the Mac, but everything else it's, uh, it's kind of going away. So uh, that sounds like typical marriage. They
0: loved each other for a while (laughs) and then now they hate each other. Uh, So uh, we're going to get off track here, but I need to say this because I'd still get this question occasionally. uh, And that is, well, if, if flash is going away and you guys and you guys being us that provide Streaming services, streamingchurch.tv. You know our player is a Flash-based player, right? Right. So how does that work for somebody that's that's well, got our something? player? Does support HTML5 as well? Right. well so I know we, that. We I know the answer, it. but I want you to explain it because I still get that question
1: occasionally. Well, if it's Flash, mm-hmm. then that means and the Flash my... is going away, right? Well, there's the on the web the richest experience for the player right now is still through the Flash player. So we've got a. We're using a player that will if you 've got flash we'll we'll just we'll play the flash because it 's got the richest feature set okay. if you don 't have flash then it it downgrades itself to a lesser and video still works and but there's some of the things that um, you might not have the capability to do that you have today, so that may eventually go away, or what will probably happen is the technologies that's coming up behind it, you know, the HTML5 video stuff, will get mature enough to catch up with where the Flash-based stuff is. So we were going to go through this thing. We're going to talk about pros and cons Mm -hmm. of uh, Flash Media Live Encoder. So basically, we've kind of set the stage for what it is. Um, It is free. It's available on our website, uh, or you can go through Adobe. What Adobe is going to do is require you to uh, create an account and have you jump through a few hoops to download the Flash Media Live Encoder. We've got a direct download on our site. So
0: if they just go to streamingchurch.tv. Yes. And, and they'll
1: find there's it a, on your, Can and, my church do this? Yeah. Pages. Like can my church do this? We've got a link to both the,
0: okay. the Windows
1: version and the the Mac version there. Okay. So okay. um so you can download that and install that on your computer. It's gonna run on just about anything. You know, this okay. the latest development of this thing was two thousand nine, so there's probably not a lot of ten-year-old computers out there. They're all probably newer than that, so right. shouldn't have any problem running uh, the Flash Media Live Encoder. All right, so why would we want to use Flash Media Live Encoder?
0: Well, besides it's the fact that it's free and it doesn't seem to take a lot of resources. It takes some resources, but doesn't take too many
1: resources. It's got a lot. Of, it still has a lot of nice features. Yeah, it does right. have some a lot of nice features. Not as feature-rich as some of the other still encoders, but it's got some, yeah. Okay. Um, so one of the things uh, this night, well, number one, it's free. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, you know, another really nice, and it's multiple platform. That is also a real big advantage because mm-hmm. we've got, especially in the uh, worship area, the... Uh, a lot of the media area departments tend to, a lot of them are running Macs a lot more than the general population. Right. So having something that's free that's available on the Mac Mm -hmm. and it's reliable, it works. Mm -hmm. It's not, yeah. Buggy, it doesn't crash, it's very you know it's mature, so yeah it, it very seldom does it crash, I mean
0: occasionally, but very seldom usually when you're running i can say this from experience is usually if it does crash, it's because you're trying to run video through some kind of a video capture device that is just a piece of junk, and so then the flash media live encoder and your computer. Are fighting to try to keep this thing to work, trying to get it to work. So uh, that's why we always push FireWire. And again, that's 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 kind of older technology too. Right. But it works very well for streaming video. FireWire works really good for streaming video. Uh, You can use other things, obviously, but the the problems I've seen with Flash Media Live Encoder is when people try to use these USB devices and they're running their composite. Or their S-Video a right. USB device, and uh, which, again, is kind of archaic. It can work, and it can work okay, but we don't recommend it. Yeah, and uh, it also
1: reminds me when uh, we have people that have issues and things are just starting to behave strange and we're kind of scratching our head and on the phone with them. And a lot of times just quitting and restarting mm-hmm. the uh, Flash Media Live encoder fixes the yeah. problems. Yeah. So problem. like, it's like everything we say, just unplug it, plug it back in. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Like your post you had on Facebook. I
0: like that. What would it say? Well, if I'm ever on life support, just unplug me and then plug me back in. See if that works. See if that <laughs> fixes it. <laughs> <laughs> fixes me. Right. Yeah, someone will probably do that. So, uh, so Flash, I, even though it's free, it's it's still a, a pretty good little deal. You can do a lot of little things. You can uh, you can do uh, multiple. You can stream multiple band band bandwidth multiple streams. I yeah, should so say. Yeah, so you can send
1: it multiple streams. So why would you want to send multiple streams? You kind of hint it at it. You can send up multiple. Bitrate streams.
0: You multiple bitrate streams. So you can do that for a couple reasons. One is, uh, and really we've we've upgraded our stuff to do this. There's a thing out there called adaptive bitrate. Um, and and we're going to get off track here, but we'll cover That's it fine. very quickly. It's a good detour. Yeah, and, and that is to do. So if you, uh, today with HD, and we'll need to get into this when it comes to Flash Media Live Encoder too. but if you want to do a really high quality stream, Uh, The problem in the past has been if you want to do really high quality HD kind of like stream uh, and you've got the if you've got the hardware and you've got the Internet bandwidth at your location, you can pull it off. However, other people, different parts of the of of the country, of the world, if their networks, if their local networks are kind of weak uh, there's going to be a problem. Sometimes they're going to choke on the yeah. bandwidth or so the, the more
1: common thing is someone's on a phone and on a right. 3g connection, which is what's,
0: you know, three and even 4g is not that great. I mean, it's, it's good, but it's, you know, we won't get into well, another thing we'll get sidetracked on. But so, uh, if in the past, if you tried to really stream a really high quality signal, uh, people on mobile devices or weak networks would have problems. They'd, they'd have buffering receiving it. They, they, drop it and all that. And so what we always suggested in the past was send three different streams up or two and then give people on your put on your platform, your streaming platform where the player is and the chat and all those things. Give them an option to click on a lower bandwidth and then the picture may not be as good, but it will. They won't have any issues with buffering. Okay, right. and that's still you could still do that. Uh, but also now today, you can do what's called adaptive bitrate, and that is you can send three streams up, and we can set it up on our servers and, and help you through the process where uh, it will automatically uh, detect your device, what what bandwidth is going to work for your device, and it will, I believe continue to do so throughout the stream. So it it will set up where you no longer have to give people an option. Uh, Their their device and our servers will work together and figure out what the best quality of stream will be for them. And so it really minimizes the buffering and the dropping.
1: And that's another feature of this. Flash-based front end of this player, it it will help with that process as well. and so uh,
0: with with Flash Media Live Encoder, you can do that. You can do that. You can do either one. You can just put separate links up. People can manually click it, although really there's no need to do that now because they can still manually click it on the player automatically, so you don't have to put up the the links anymore.
1: Right, so it gets Uh, a little simpler, and – yeah. And so it's it's good, but in order yeah. to do this you've got to send up three different yes. streams so uh that the viewer can switch between the streams. So you've got to Right, either manually or automatically. Right. So again, if
0: we're losing people on this, support at streamingchurch.tv. <laughs> well, you know, you're listening to this, driving down the road, or whatever it might be you on your podcast. The so it. support at streamingchurch.tv will we'll definitely
1: yeah. answer questions or right. you. so you can send up multiple streams of Flash Media Live Encoder. Mm-hmm. Next yeah. on our list yeah. was auto adjust
0: it will do auto adjust now you can't here here's the here's the catch and i think this is probably true on every encoder if you're going to do multiple streams it's not going to work auto right. adjust but if you're just doing one stream you can click auto adjust it has its own little feature and so at your location where you're uploading from if your bandwidth begins to shrink where you're at, when you're streaming, so you're uploading to our servers, the auto adjust will make some auto adjustments. <laughs> yeah, it'll
1: go, and, yeah, it'll, it'll drop down bandwidth and say, oh, I'm not able to stream at 500 kilobytes, let's right. try at 200. Right, yeah. And it'll say, okay, now I've got 200 working, and then it'll slowly go back and say, okay, let's try 300, 400, okay, right. now 500 is working again.
0: So that feature is available on Flash Media Live Encoder. I just was doing, I was testing something Saturday, something we're working on, And I was streaming here kind of like what you said you did 20 years ago, and that is just I just turned on a camera and just walked around and let it stream. And uh, I noticed it on my Flash Media Live encoder. Something happened here. My bandwidth began to shrink here at my office, and it began to make auto-adjusting.
1: And I watched my iPhone, and it never missed a beat. Right. Did really well. Yeah, the quality so, just kind of changes in the background and it's really not. Yeah. And on an iPhone or something a small mobile device, yeah, you don't the, notice the quality. Yeah. The only area you're going to really notice the quality is if you go full screen with some of the video. I don't think you can really right. tell with the normal size yeah. screen. So So Flash has got that. We got about 5 minutes left here. We so. get, oh, we got to really hustle yeah. then. Okay. So auto adjust um there's a bunch of different video and, and audio format options. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh Yeah, works well. Yeah, H.264 and MP3. The uh, iPhone, and the iOS devices, um, like or prefer AAC. Yeah, but, uh, and it's got to be
0: H.264. Uh, there's VP6 as another format, but that is not good for iOS devices. Right. So you don't want to have H.264, MP3, or AAC,
1: as you said. Right. So on the on the pros side here, we got these these items. One more, as you can stream and record. Simultaneously. Yeah. You can record. So Flash your, Media Live Encoder lets you stream right. it and mm-hmm. record it. So um those are some of the good things that you mm-hmm. get with Flash Media Live Encoder. Yeah. Um, so what are some of the cons?
0: <laughs> well, as you mentioned earlier, the last update I guess was two thousand nine.
1: Two thousand nine, yes.
0: Wow. So it's going away eventually.
1: Yes. It's, I mean it it's I don't know if it's going away, but it's no longer supported. So okay. there won't be That's any updates. Um, it'll probably be available for a long time, but other things will overcome it um, right. that are out there. So it's uh, at the end of life and there aren't any upgrade plans with it. Right. Um, some of the other cons here is it's, I mean, while it does have a lot of features, it is fairly basic compared to some of the higher end encoders that are out there. You need to have a switcher in front of it. Yes, if you you want to right, if you want to switch video, you're going to need a video switcher upstream to it.
0: Yeah, you can't. So in other words, you have one camera, one one shot, and that's it. Yep. And if you want two or three cameras, you're going to have to put some kind of a switcher in front of it.
1: Right. It will give you a preview, but that preview is just going to be one camera input prior to going live. So you can see the, and you can also, you know, on the pro side, you can push your preview out you know, live when you see the preview. Yeah. So, um, no, no overlays, no, no overlays, overlays Over are thirds. things like, uh, lower thirds that allow yeah. you to put in, you know, the graphics. pastor's name and graphics and that okay. sort of thing. Okay. Um, and then your favorite topic is the next bullet on here.
0: Yeah. Uh, HD, it's not very HD video friendly. Now I, we do have some customers that, that are doing it for HD and they're fine. Um, but the, I think the problem comes in with the the way it's processed before it gets there, the hardware you're using to get it there. Uh, there's there's uh, video capture devices that we push, but there's also you know video capture cards, things like Blackmagic and those things. We have. At least one or two customers that say it works great for them, normally, what happens is uh when you 're trying to do high definition video with it there's video and audio gets out of sync uh, and that's 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 if things are going well, it gets out of sync if things are going bad sometimes it won 't even
1: work yeah. and-
0: but and you can adjust that as well. You can make adjustments to the audio-video sync. You can do that. and but, but it's with HD, it tends to be a uphill yeah. battle.
1: And it's kind of indicative of, you know, this is 2009, the last update, and so yeah. there's been a lot of advances in video cards. And, right. and so, yeah, it has not kept yeah. up. So it's not – it tends to have – It struggles. It struggles. It right. struggles, although, you know, again
0: – By the way, if you're listening and you're doing HD with it, uh, contact us. I'd like to hear what your setup is. Uh, just just – just for information, support at streamingchurch.tv. So it, it uh, and, and you've got here, it can only record while you're streaming. So you All can't right. just do a record
1: only, you're going to have to stream? Uh, I didn't know that. Well, the, what I wanted to point out there was with the other encoders, you can say, I want to start streaming. And then 20 minutes later, I want to start recording. Oh, okay. And I want to right. stop recording. So with the Flash Media Live encoder, when you start streaming, it starts recording. Okay, you got to do it all at once. Yeah. So, so when you yeah. stop streaming, it stops recording. So yeah, yeah that's kind of one of it's kind of a hassle. Yeah. So if you're because you're going to want to start broadcasting your services prior to your services going, you know, starting. Right. But you have the video recording, then you're going to have to go pull it right. into an editor and yeah. um, you know. And see you're going to have to there. do all that. Now we do have a DVR
0: feature on our admin control panel. And yes. uh, not to be confused with the DVR feature that's on the Adobe Flash Media Live Encoder, <laughs> there's actually a DVR feature that's a whole nother setup, and we won't oh, even get into okay. that. There is a setup for, but it's totally different. Oh, okay, but we do have what we call the DVR feature that that you've worked so hard on that people can actually, while they're streaming, they could stop and start recording. Uh, through the on-demand servers. So, if you're interested in in our DVR feature, let us know. Right. Uh, so, running out of time here quickly.
1: Yeah, quickly. So, another one is you can't set the bit rates for your streaming and your recording to be separate. So, there's yeah. they're going to be very similar. So, right. with other encoders, you're going to be able to say, I want a really high quality uh, local copy, and then I want to stream, you know, what people can view separately. Right. So, you can set those.
0: So, if you're if you're if you've got a if if you're streaming at more of a standard definition bit rate streaming live with that standard definition, you can't upgrade that to your recorded. You can't stream at a higher right? or, or recorded at a higher bit rate. Right. So the quality is going to be what you see is what you get kind of a thing where right. Wirecast or some other right. ones have a difference
1: there. Okay. And the other one mentions AAC is not available. So that's kind of, I mean, there's definitely pros. There's definitely some cons. Um, it's, you know, it's going to depend on what's right for you. Right. But, um, okay. It's a great entry-level product that gets you exposed to it and gets you rolling. Mm-hmm. And it is robust, but it doesn't have you know all right. the features, and it doesn't work with all the equipment.
0: Yeah, and we would still recommend it, if, especially if you're just starting out and you're really on a tight budget. You definitely can do it, and, and there's some ways around it. So we're out of time, Steve. All right. But appreciate you putting this stuff together. Next week, we will talk probably about Wirecast, right?
1: Yes, another encoder. And okay. we'll kind of go through a similar format yeah. with pros and cons, yeah. and, and uh, there's
0: some other ones out there too. Hey, if you've got something to add to this podcast with encoders, let us know. Support at streamingchurch.tv. We'd love to hear from you. So we are out of time, and uh, catch us uh, review us on iTunes. Look for Church Podcast, Church Solutions Podcast on iTunes. We're on YouTube. Look for Phil Thompson Live for your YouTube channel. Oh, okay. That's where it's at. And uh, we're on other places, newmediaministries.tv. Newmediaministries.tv. We're there as well. So, All right, we're out of here. Folks, have yourself a great day. We appreciate you listening. We, We will catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.